0: The greatest success story the world has ever known. And that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us here at the beginning of this uh, week. And uh, of course, we are um, building the bridge to conversation. And thank you for coming along with us as we do that daily. Um, Once we get past this Corona thing, I just can't uh, activate the, the call ins for me uh the way I do it, uh, because I don't have anybody here to screen my calls, uh, for me. And y'all know how you can be. You can be, you know, you never know, you have to screen those calls. <laughs> you don't know what you may be listening to up in here if we don't screen the calls. And so uh once we um, get the calls get back uh normal and it looks like we're we're breaking through uh to do that, we will Uh, the um, letting you engage with the conversation as much as possible, but take away from this uh, on a daily basis and share with others. Start a conversation with what we talk about here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I want to thank our flagship station, Red State Talk Radio, the talk monster, the largest talk platform in the nation, most listened to. And if you're traveling through Times Square, which is beginning to wake up, oh, you have have signs of life in uh, Times Square. And if you're traveling through there, look up above Iconic Ripley's believe it or not and there you will see the uh red state billboard and talk billboard there above Ripley's believe it or not and every hour 24 hours a day the C.L. Bryan show does pop up there on it also want to thank Loving Liberty uh for bringing us into their family as well as um other terrestrial stations around the nation who re have us in replay. And if we're not replaying in your uh, area, if we're not there live in your area, Hey, tell your station managers, you need to get CL show in, in here so we can flip it on. Uh, not only on this app with, uh, if you may have, but also on your, your terrestrial stations as well, you know, Hey, um, the dialectic process words, us talking to one another is um, really important to understand that it's going away. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we, we don't we don't speak to one another. I mean, there, how many times we, we've complained about the kids, the grandkids, whoever, you know, might be sitting across from one another in a room and, you know, they're texting each other instead of talking. Uh, well, that is happening on a larger, larger, much larger scale. In fact, it's almost global how we do not talk to one another ever again. Uh, well, much anymore anyway. And, and if we could avoid doing it, we're getting to a point where we could avoid talking to anybody ever again. Um, I have a feeling that a lot of us would go for that which would be the end of civilization you know (laughs) communicate a machine can never communicate your unspoken feelings in the way that the human puts um, emphasis or connotations on syllables a machine can never express um, you know the sound of your voice. It can never do it. But what we have been moved to is uh, away from the dialectic process. As Dr. Uh, Marlene McMillan talks about this all the time when she comes on the show and she talks about it all the time, period. Um, We've been moved to a, a group think type of situations. And, And check this out. Like the, the polls, you know the the polls, Gallup, um, you know uh, uh polls, Reuters, the polls. We've gotten to a point where they can't be wrong, and it's nothing wrong with the polls. It's got to be something wrong with you. Are you hearing me? I want you to understand where you're being guided to. Even in the midst of this uh, deception, disaster uh, that's going on and you know, um, chaos that's happening here in this country right now, there is a method to it. It is to strengthen your opinion uh, or and your dependence upon groupthink, which means that whatever polls that they present to you. Those polls are right, and if you disagree with them, there's nothing wrong with the polls. I want you to hear me. There's something wrong with you. This became very evident that the progressive, uh, socialist, um, communist Democrats, this became very apparent that this is the way they thought when Hillary lost the election. Okay? Okay. Because the polls, uh, there was nothing wrong with the polls. At least that's what they wanted, you to believe. But if the outcome of American uh, voting was different than what the polls said they should be, then there must be something wrong with the American people. And so now let's set about... Doing what we can to show them just how wrong they were by assaulting the president, barraging him constantly. We're gonna show the, the American people just how wrong they are and just how right the polls were. They are they they have that on the brain. They are consumed with the ideals that their polls could not possibly have been that far off. Yeah, 63 million Americans voted for the president, uh, giving him uh, in in 50 states, over a 50 state period in the territories, even, you know, giving him, making him the electorally elected president of the United States. And aren't you glad? You should be. I know that the Dems wish that, um, of course, if they had won the electoral college, but we were electing presidents on the popular vote, all oh, the Dems would still be mad at the popular vote. <laughs> then they would be concerned that little Delaware does not get uh, a voice in this thing. There may be concerned if Louisiana uh, you know, gets a voice or Arkansas gets a voice in uh, who becomes president of the United States. If it's just popular vote, California and New York City would elect the presidents of the United States every time. If we just had to worry about popular votes, only thing we'd have to look at would be the big cities and how they're voting. And most of, you know, how the big cities vote if we were just going on popular vote, but folks, the group think would want you to believe that either way that poll goes and then see this is the way the progressives work this is how they this is their hustle this is how they make their living this is how, this is their hustle they must get you to believe that they are right at all times and the anger that they are experiencing right now really doesn't have anything to do with um, you, (laughs) okay? No, they had a pretty good grasp on you. It has to do with who you broke their opinion polls with by putting him in the White House as your president. Their angst is with what is it that he has? What is it that he's saying? What is it that he has promised? What is it that he has done? That has you. So wrong. About your opinion. Because it's not a part of the group. Think. Huh? You, you, you see, You have not pledged allegiance or you have broken allegiance with um, political correctness, (laughs) which is designed to cause relativism. And what the group decides is what um, the language is going to, to be centered around. But when you break with that, when you break with the tribe and what they're thinking and what they have been thinking, then you become an enemy of the state. That's that's the way this is becoming. That's the way this is playing out right now. You become an enemy of the state. That's the way the Dems would like it to be. Why do you have such an animus from the speaker of the house, who is third in line to the presidency of the United States? Why do you have such animosity between her and Donald John Trump? Why does she displays that? Some may say it's because it's the way he is. No, 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 it's not. No, many, many times, too many times. This president is minding his own business. They simply don't like the fact that he's moving you away from their spell because you better believe it. They had put a spell on you. They have you at to a point where everybody's looking around to see what the group thinks before acting on their own. Nope. Nope. Yeah, let's see what the group thinks. Let's see what the group thinks, because we, we, God forbid we act outside of what the group thinks, because they will come after us if we do. That's what's been happening, and um, there are there's such deceit that's going on right now. And that's not who we, we as individuals, of course, form a a whole. And of course, there's deceit within every one of us. But there's also that Judeo-Christian ethic that still a majority of Americans actually embrace. And that, and in that, is found our remedy for the type of maliciousness that we naturally have inside of our human nature. Is that Judeo-Christian ethic? That's what's made us the most exceptional nature on the face of the planet. Who we are as Americans, Donald John Trump had begun reprogramming that he had, be, he had begun reprogramming that and, and friends even though I know what's been said and I've seen all the, the latest data uh, that's made public uh, on this corona thing but it, it, I, I just cannot get over the and, and, and it's, it's been said that in China there, is, there are no coincidences <laughs> okay I cannot get over just how high flying spectacular uh, this economy in our country was just three months ago, huh just three months ago, we were flying high in a spectacular type of way and and friends, even though I have seen the latest data that, you know, we as civilians can see, and I've read through the latest data that we as civilians can read, I just uh, am uh, befuddled as to how timely, ill-timed, I should say, ill-timed, all of this came about. You do know that the president was was had everybody. He had the Iranians. He had little Kim. He had the Chinese coming to the table to, to bargain and ante up. He had our European allies all anteing up. I mean, the economy was flying high. The stock market was up, and it was and it w- it was up and then it go down every once in a while but hey that's what happens things correct themselves and you know it starts to go up in your po- portfolios go up your 401k's go up suddenly because of a virus and get this because of a virus that Joe Biden would have you believe the president is not taking responsibility for that's what joe biden would what What is? what is he talking about the dems would have you believe that the president is trying to blame china to keep from taking responsibility for this himself what kind of unwound foolishness is that is there anybody out there who can, do, who can tell me? I, I, I'll soon be able to take your calls again. Once we able to get them screened again, I'll be taking your calls again because you never know what you might get up in here. If, um, we don't screen the calls. And even though I probably could deal with it. Okay. Doing a two hour show. And, uh, I, my hat is off to Hannity and rush, um, uh, to mentors of mine. Hannity in particular. Um, I admire how you know you do three hours of radio. I know how they. I know how they do it. It's easy, but but you know, do you do three hours of radio a day? Man, that's brutal. And if you do it like I'm doing it, it's brutal to do two straight hours of talking, especially when it's just you. And the, the, the main thing is to do this. And I know a lot of you out there, uh, a lot of young people out there, a lot of young people have approached me and have asked me about, uh, hey, you know, I'd love to get on radio. I got a great voice and yada, yada, yada and all that. Um, that's, it just takes the entertainer. Rush doesn't have a great voice. Hannity doesn't have a great voice. I don't necessarily think I have a great voice. People tell me I do, and I appreciate that. I really do, and I'm blessed with whatever God gave me. But uh, the fact of the matter is that's not what it takes to do radio, a great voice. No. There used to be a time when people said, oh, yeah, he has a radio voice. What you need to be on radio is what Howard Stern has always been, entertaining. That's what uh Hannity's always been. That's what Rush has always been. Beck was a master. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's another mentor, radio mentor of mine, Glenn Beck. I know a lot of you have fallen out with Glenn, but he's still a friend of mine. And yeah, absolutely so. and always will be. He was a master at radio. Still is. My good buddy, Andrew real Wilkow. Masters at radio. And to do that the way they do it, it's absolutely amazing. I'll be back with more of the C.L. Bryan show. We have a lot, a lot to talk about today. Uh, in the end, keep this in mind. There's going to be a theme from here until the end of the show. In the end, we all get caught. <laughs> I'll talk to you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. We're building the bridge to conversation throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the planet. Be right back.
1: Are lifted high. Our hearts are bowing in reverence.
0: CL, back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank all of you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation. As I was saying to you, uh, one of the themes that we will uh, have throughout this show uh, will be uh, this. In the end, <laughs> we all get caught. And, and sometimes, right now, that's a good thing, okay? <laughs> okay, that's a good thing. Right now, um, everybody gets caught. Sometimes, for those who and we'll talk about it a little bit later on, uh, who understand what I'm about to say, that's a good thing. In the midst of um, talking about Hannity, and this is one of his favorite catchphrases, uh, let not your heart be troubled. Of course, he uh, takes that from the 14th chapter of John. Um, yeah, but it, it is it is a good it's a good word for right now. In the midst of uh, deception, disease, disaster, personal disaster, let not your heart be troubled, nor be afraid, because friends. This is a year, whether you take it like this or not, but I've been saying this for before the year came, Before back in 2019, I was saying that the year 2020 would also represent clearer vision. And I, we, we just didn't realize just how clear our vision was going to become here in 2020. At the beginning of this year, we were impeaching the president of the United States. At least Nancy Pelosi was. And we were seeing clearly just how partisan all these games that are being run on us, the American people. And we were seeing how the game was being run on the American president. Clearly, we, we've been able to see. We've been able to see clearly uh, how the game is played or played, as Joe of said Yeah, this has been that year where we have been able to get a clear look at how this sausage, if you don't play ball with the political bosses, we have gotten a clear look, a 2020 look at how the political bosses in the House of Representatives wanna play this game. And friends, let me tell you something. They're not fooling around. And they can't fool around because they know their time is short. Five months, Well, no, uh, six months, Mm -hmm. six months till the Democrats are voted out of the house of representatives, six months, they know that their time is short. That's something they're seeing clearly in 2020, but now that's what I'm saying based upon what I'm seeing and hearing from you as far as your motivation and mobilization to get out to the polls, is going to be sorry. So it's going to all depend on you. In other words, and it looks as though we'll be ready to go. We'll be ready to March because, um, it is being said it's being seen that the, um, vaccine. Maybe, um, available at least on an emergency uh, basis in July. Yeah. We overcome because we want to overcome. Are you hearing me? And so uh, it appears that um, stock market responded to that real good. Uh, it appears that there may be um, a antivirus injection that we can take in the next month and a half. In the meantime, um, we need to get back to work. Yeah. In the meantime, we need to get back to work. The uh, it's called the Moderna. um uh, stock, uh, the Moderna, uh, vaccine. And it shows promise. I think it was 40 people that they, um, tested it on and those who were coming down with Corona recovered before it got further. That's very promising. That's very swift. Now, this is what I want you to pay attention to. Keep your eyeballs peeled because it's going to happen. The Dems are going to say that the president is being reckless in shoving this type of um, serum off on the American people yeah they, they make it all political when you know and I know and if you didn't know let me tell you this is in the hands of our best medical professionals Who, by the way, the president is not one of them. He is the president of the United States, and he directs them to do their job on behalf of our nation. But this has nothing to do with the president as far as developing the serum this fast, except for him putting the pressure on those who can to get moving quickly. That's what this president has always done. He put pressure on our uh, EU partners, European Union partners, to ante up, to to step up to the table. Because what he knew is that we could do better. And guess what? We did better. He put pressure on the Chinese to stop um, trying to. Play us for fools because he knew they could act better. And at least they pretended to act better. And so did little Kim. So did the Iranians. But at least they acted better toward us, even though it was deception. They acted better, which gave us an opportunity to see them in a more 2020 type of light because we saw then just how deceptive they wanted to be and how deceptive they are. We already knew the Iranians were very deceptive because these people made weapons of mass destruction. Uh, The Iraqis in particular were Saddam, Saddam, was the head of this these people made weapons of mass destruction disappear because they they were they did exist they they did exist they had been used on the people themselves by the dictators so they did exist so we know that they had been deceptive in the past because they made those weapons of mass destruction disappear they must have had David Copperfield over there, and so that's where we are. And it causes people to be doubled-minded, <laughs> but not in the way that uh, David Giron, uh, the prime minister, the first prime minister of Israel, he coined this. He's he coined this phrase. He said these words in order to be a realist, you must believe in miracles. (laughs) As the first prime minister of Israel back in 1948, when no one thought that the Jews would ever have their own country again, after being scattered to the four corners of the wind for thousands of years, No one thought. And so David Gurion was absolutely spot on. When speaking even of the existence of America, I must use his words when I think about how we have overcome so many things in our nation We got a long way to go on a lot of things, but not nearly as far as some would have you think. No, not nearly. And and I'm going to bring a reality to you. A friend of mine, uh, Rupert uh, Parchman and I were talking about this um, just over the weekend. And, And it brought to mind something that I want to speak with you about, but in order to be a realist, oh and this gets deep Uh, if we really were to delve into it you must be a you must believe in miracles in order to be a realist you must believe in miracles David Guerin first prime minister of Israel and when you look at it in the context from where he was talking about and what he was saying surrounded by people who hate them Surrounded by people who hate them, with their backs against the sea. In order to be a realist, you must believe in miracles. Awesome. And and friends, this um, COVID vaccine. People would tell you that it would take a year, two years, to develop something that was even close to effective. What does that tell you? I'm going to tell you what it tells you. It tells you that in many cases, and now now I applaud our scientists. I believe in the work. I love the work of doctors and scientists. They are truly the rock stars among us. OK, no doubt about it. But I believe a lot of the research dollars. Instead of going ahead and getting the research and the work done and getting cures out the door, and I'm a real I'm a real uh, uh, in, in, in a attend- I'm paying close attention to this now. Because, you know, they're getting closer and closer to a cure for cancer, breast cancer, and so forth. And my wife, of course, has passed away with breast cancer. And you, you pay close attention to things that you were hoping would have broken in her lifetime. And what I'm seeing uh, here when we uh, look at the acceleration of a vaccine that crippled the world that has crippled the world and the, even the, the, the desire and the, the move of the Chinese to try and steal our research on the cure for COVID. When I look at that, when I see how, amazing that is, how fast they have moved, then I believe that um, somehow we are getting duped even by those who are doing a good work when they get these large grants for research. Perhaps research doesn't take a year to two years, but (laughs) they need it to be that long. I guess I'll put it that way. Things can move along much quicker, but they need it to be that long. As long as there's not an impending doom that's facing all of us. Otherwise they needed to be long. If we didn't need this Corona virus vaccine now, Because if we don't have something uh, quickly, soon, we could damage ourselves irreparably um, as a a nation for a long, long time. And we then could see ourselves uh, cranking out the fundamental change that Barack Obama wanted what Hillary Clinton would have brought about. But uh, the amazing thing is, and, and this is where we are, and this, is, this tells you that whoever's president of the United States, they really can't mess up too bad unless there is a catastrophe that happens uh, like this, and this president was no, nowhere near. The reason for this is the Democrats want you to believe. believe. That's just not true. But it does let you see Taking into account that if Hillary had become president, if Ocasio-Cortez had become president, if Bernie Sanders had become president, they could not have spent as much money in the time that we have spent this money. I don't think they could have spent that in eight years. <laughs> I don't think we would have let them spend that much money in eight years. But we we did spend the money to save ourselves but of course included in all that was a lot of pork and you know, it a lot of things that didn't even go, uh, uh, toward, uh, COVID-19, which tells us that they play us like this all the time. Are you hearing me? They play us like this all the time. And, and the only way to stop it is to simply say, or to say, Hey, you're not going to play me anymore. I, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. I'm awake. Uh, that's what the whole woke movement is about, especially for black people. I'm woke. And white folks, uh, everybody, Americans, red, yellow, black, and white, it's time for you to be woke, too. Stay woke. Are you woke? <laughs> Yeah, I know that it's improper grammar, but it's uh, the way to do that. It's become very popular, especially black voices for Trump. Check it out. I'm CL. This is CL bryan's Show. There's so much more for us to talk about here. Today, and I'm going to return after these brief words with more of the C.L. Bryant show building the bridge to conversation throughout the great nation, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet, the greatest success story. The world has ever known, and that is America. Download free V C L Bryant Show app, CL Bryant Show App, and follow me on Twitter at Rev R-E-V-C-L Bryant. I'll be back. Don't you go anywhere. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth living. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So
1: you satisfy Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio.
0: God bless America. I do the best I can, always lend the in the helping hand, and for the flag I stand. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. First hour of the CL Brian Show. Almost gone in the end. We all get caught second like hour that's what we're going to be speeding toward as far as conversation is concerned in the end we all get caught now, let me set up the next hour by sharing this with you Mark Twain said these words and um, As all of you know, I'm a prolific, just prolific reader. I read everything. And what I can never, uh, embrace is people who want to erase history. People who want to take down monuments to history and who don't want their children to see certain aspects of history, their history. What bothers me most is when black people say that they don't want black children to see that they, their ancestors in this country Were once slaves, if that gives them a very poor self image, well, it just depends on how you present that image to them. If you present to them the image of them being their ancestors who were slaves, then that's the wrong way to go about it. Surely you're going to give people low self-esteem. If you tell them that they are still like their ancestors were in this country. If you tell them that. Yeah. But if you point it out that they are a success story. In fact, the best success story that this country has to point to, if you point that out, then, when you tell the story of their ancestors of our ancestors to them, they see the strength of character that it took for us to survive in this country, and you also begin to see the game as being played on you to keep you at a certain place in your thinking. You see the whole black vote as far as the block 98% voting Democrat is a Testament to the power of group think. But Mark Twain said these words, and this is where you have to, um, get into the groove of what's going to happen here in our next hour. The two most important days in your life the day you are born and the day you find out why. The two most important days in your life are the day that you were born and the day you find out why hey um, I have a feeling that this circumstance this predicament that we are in right now as I was saying in the last segment it's giving us the vision of the numbered year 2020. It's given us vision. It's, 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 it's giving us an ability to find out why. It's, it's, it's causing us to question our why in our existence. And, and maybe I'm deeper uh, into it these days because of the recent loss of my wife. Uh, and, and, um, you know, we had such um, an incredible journey together. It was incredible. When I, when I look back on it, I just look back on, on where we came from and how we did what we did. And I uh, always had uh, fun, even through the, um, herod, harrying, uh, adventures <laughs> sometimes that we would be on. Yeah. It was, it was just amazing how, and, and, you know, it, you ask yourself, and of course we, we all know that the road ends. Oh, it ends somewhere. Uh, Yeah. I-20 turns into I-10 going east, and uh, it uh, it ends in the Pacific Ocean. Going west, rather. Going west. I-20 turns into um, I-10 going west, and it ends in the Pacific Ocean. There at um, Santa Monica Pier. That's where it ends. Going east, uh stays twenty twenty ends at the Atlantic Ocean. All roads in. They may lead somewhere, but all roads in. And, and and friends, the road that we have been taken down by these dims over these last three and a half years, that road's about to end. And this year, 2020, is a year where we're able to see clearly in hindsight. Oh, if there was ever a time where that phrase is absolutely um, in play, it's now. Hindsight, 2020. Oh, it's going to be entertaining (laughs) to see Comey squirm. It's going to be entertaining to see if the president keeps Ray as the head of the FBI. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, because more and more we are seeing without question that everybody that went to jail that worked, that were associated with this administration were set up. The president himself set up, set up, and as I tweeted out over the weekend, if they can uh, do that to him, a president of the United States, a duly elected president of the United States, if they can do that to him, if they can deny him due process. Hey, guess what? That's right. They can do it to you. They will do it to you. And the 2020 of this, in hindsight particularly, we're finding out they have done it to us. By doing it to him and lying to us about it. They have done it to us. And that's the way you're going to have to think about this, at least in your own way. What's been done to you? And you got to ask yourself that question. Listen, you you may think that um, the FBI behaving badly, it's no business of yours. Yes, it is. You pay for it. You you, 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 You pay for it. And you grow up with this idea in your head, with this um, image in your mind that there are righteous people in the world who stand between us and chaos because that's what they do. And believe me, friends, there are. I have friends who are FBI agents and many friends and who are police officers around this country. And believe me, friends, they, they are pure at heart, but then you get the ones who become bureaucrats and they become very, very, uh, self aware that they have certain powers to even affect a president's administration, administration. They can affect a president's administration by spinning lies about the man. And they do it, aided and abetted by a media and a former president who is outgoing and vice president, who is outgoing, who are in on the delusion and the deception that they are pawning off on the American people. They're in on it. And we had been naive enough to think that the higher they got, the more... I don't know, it's just... It's disappointing to say the least. It's disappointing to say the least, but we have 2020 vision now in the end we all get caught. (laughs) Oh yeah. We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back after the break. In the end, we all get caught. I'm CL. This is the CL Bryant show. And uh, winners, losers, is always those. it has got to be. There's always got to be winners. There's always going to be someone who doesn't do quite as well. And they consider themselves losers. And, of course, if they didn't win, uh, then they, what, what, what do they come in? First, second, third? He didn't win. You know, in my mind, um, I don't think Vince Lombardi actually said these words, but it's been attributed to him. These words have been attributed to him. Uh, winning isn't the only thing. It's everything. Oh, yeah, victory on the cross was everything. It wasn't the only thing. It was everything. He had to win. Christ had to win on the cross. In fact, he not only had to win on the cross, Christ had to win over death. That's the victory in our Christian faith. (laughs) So he beat death. He won. I'll be back in just a few minutes. I don't want any of you to go anywhere. I want you to, to grab everything that I'm about to share with you here after these words. In the end, we all get caught. Talk to you more about that in detail when we return. Because Americans, we either now must embrace a winning mentality or we're going to be losers. I'll be back to talk to you after the news.